welcome to People My Age, the podcast about obsessions, trends, social media, and culture. I'm Eleanor Rubin, a 16-year-old living in New York City. Today, I'll be talking about the disappearance and possible reappearance of customization on the internet. To start out this episode, I'll be discussing something that's a little bit before my time, MySpace. MySpace was a social networking site founded in August of 2003 by Tom Anderson and Krista Wolfe. It's credited by Sean Percival, former VP of online marketing, as essentially creating modern influencer culture by cultivating a space on the internet where people could become famous entirely due to their social media presence. Another key feature of MySpace was its endless creativity via customization of your page. MySpace was extremely customizable in basically every way. There were the basic ways that we still have today, like your profile picture or username, but then there were things like the ability to change the photo that's the background of your page or the font and color of the text. This came about from a mistake wherein the developers forgot to prevent users from adding their own HTML and CSS to the website, allowing them to customize their pages however they wanted. This was a major success as people jumped at the opportunity to use this customization feature to show others that they were interested in as quickly as possible. Via background images, color schemes, and other stylistic choices, people could suddenly learn a lot about someone's interest from a simple click. Now, these features are largely gone from social media. Customization features are very restricted, and they just aren't that commonplace. But why is that, and what does that mean for today's internet? One argument you could make is that we don't need customization for its old purposes anymore. People, especially young people, have become so internet savvy that they can tell a lot about a person from subtle cues within the language of their posts. They don't need to be explicitly told what a given person's interests are. They can just browse their page and understand basically what kind of person they are from the stylistic choices they make. Customization would only serve aesthetic purposes if it did exist, instead of having an actual function. Now that we've comfortably settled into the rebirth of the early 2000s, coupled with the rise in popularity of vintage and secondhand clothes, people can't get enough of customization. Customizing every aspect of your life adds a unique quality that you just can't get anywhere else. If you were able to have complete, unbridled control over the appearance of your social media page the way you do with your physical accessories, your digital footprint would be completely you in a whole new way. Not only would your posts be your own, but the very appearance of your page. People have basically maxed out their customization abilities as it is, turning their usernames into odd, funny, or beautiful phrasers, constantly editing their bios, and curating their feeds to look a certain way. If the appearance of your page could be edited in this way, it could essentially become a digital accessory, something you had on you at all times that showed off your taste and personality in a completely new way. It's a tempting thought, the idea of breaking into a whole new level of creativity, but it also scares me. In a way, it's like adding a whole new layer to the internet that could very easily take on a life of its own. Who knows when it would become some sort of layered joke or seen as tacky or cringy. If we've learned anything from TikTok, it's that anything on the internet can and always will be completely unpredictable, and we just have to accept that. I'm intrigued by this kind of hyper-customization, and I wonder what could come along with it. Another argument that could be made in defense of it is that the internet is bursting at the seams for exactly this. Trends are wearing down and becoming stale, and there are only so many times you can completely reinvent your feed, and the offline persona is becoming more and more appealing. In order to combat this, social media sites need to come up with something new, exciting, and of course, nostalgic. But nostalgic for a generation who never actually experienced it. Imagine being able to use something that's just like MySpace, but with all the benefits of Instagram. I genuinely can't tell if I desperately want this or if I hate the idea of it. 
On the one hand, I 100% think social media is somewhat poisonous and has permanently impacted the way I see both myself and the world. I don't particularly want to see it thrive and grow in new ways that will only make it more stressful and trend-focused. I don't want to be even more exhausted by it, but isn't that exactly what I'm calling for? This is a pattern I notice a lot where people hate the constant cycle of new trends as it is exhausting and has many negative effects that I've discussed in previous episodes. Still, because the possibilities are endless and the promise of the satisfaction that you're living up to a fantasy, even a small one, make them incredibly tempting. Another reason that customization is so appealing is the possibility of breaking new ground in the social media space. Since MySpace's main competitor, Facebook, won out in the early 2010s, it set the standard for social media sites to have a sleek, minimalist appearance with no frills. This minimalist look is pretty much everywhere online, with most websites now appearing very polished and spare. While this adds an element of accessibility, it's easier for your website to look professional if there are less elements to worry about designing, it creates a kind of uniformity across the internet. Obviously, there's a huge variant among websites, but generally a certain look is preferred. However, if unbridled personalization of your personal social media page were to be released, the internet would gain a different, looser feel. The prospect of an internet that is more creative and slightly less polished is exciting, at least to me. I also think that, in a way, this could alleviate some of the classic social media pressure that everyone talks about. Nothing needs to be perfect if everything is messy and constantly changing. Still, it's hard to create messiness. I think the only way to achieve this would be to quietly create this feature and just let it run its course. Companies would likely have a hard time resisting the urge to roll out special filters and templates, but this again introduces a kind of uniformity. In my opinion, it's just better to see what people want to do with the tools they're given. We've seen a few hints at this in the past couple years. One example of a social media site dipping their toes into the possibility of customization is the Instagram update where you can change the color scheme of your message bubbles, and even change the color of your messaging background. Still, I'm not sure if the sites would continue down this path since nobody really talked about this small update for very long. I think this would be a bold change that they would have to accept as a shot in the dark, the change that nobody asked for. So, on to this week's recommendation. This week, I'm recommending another artist who's been one of my favorites recently. Her name is Ethel Colhoun. Uh, please let me know if I'm pronouncing that right. She was a British painter in the early 1900s, particularly interested in themes of surrealism and the occult. Her works fascinate me and draw me in, particularly her collection entitled Tarot as Color. Colhoun's vibrant use of color is what first attracted me to her art, and I soon became obsessed. I highly recommend you look at some of her work and let me know if you feel the same way. Okay, well, that's all for today. If you have any suggestions of trends you want me to talk about or just anything in general, don't hesitate to reach out. You can email me at peoplemyagepodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at Eleanor Rubin. That's E-L-E-A-N-O-R-R-U-B-I-N with no spaces or capital letters. If you love my content, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review as it really does help me out. Thanks so much for listening and don't forget to tune into next week's episode. Bye!